0: get rolling as always. Um, it's been, it's always a a, a a good week in exploring story with, with people and, and talking and seeing what comes up. Um, and this week didn't disappoint in that way. I had some fun experiences myself that I wanted to share at the top of the hour and then um, just open it up for or questions or comments or see um where we are. Um, So the place I wanted to start tonight was um this idea that sometimes when people are asking me about self-kindness, um one of the things that you know is pretty apparent is that there's this awareness that the voice that's running, the narration that's running in the head Um, it, maybe it could use to be a little bit kinder at times that it's not, you know, it's not always giving us the benefit of a doubt, you know, it, it definitely, um, you know, most of the times that we're, we're, we're finding, uh, if we think somebody thinks something about us, like we usually take that on and then turn it up a couple notches. So, um, so what starts to happen when there's that, you know, long-term inner converse voice that's going on is that it actually tends to affect the thing that we would call self-trust or self-confidence, right? Because what's the voice we're listening to? Well, it's the it sounds like it's the same voice that sometimes comes in and is just not being kind to us. So, I started, um, you know, well, I've, I've known that, that, that usually is something that people come in that, you know, when, when we're talking about self-kindness and self-kindness coaching, that one of the things that they talk about is, you know, I really want, you know, to continue to grow that inner self-trust and that self-confidence. So today I was playing with this in after an, uh, after a conversation with, with somebody and what came to be an interesting um, intersection of, of these ideas that, you know, on some of the past calls, we've talked about um, energy or vibration and the idea of that, that, that at times we're more attuned to being, uh, you know, a vibrational presence, a vibrational, being and you know we're tuning into maybe that we can tune our emotions in a similar way that we tune to a radio station or choosing um like particularly like choosing an area of focus so with that in mind i started to to see this neat intersection between the way that we're talking to ourselves and self-confidence um, and how it relates to the tuning that we're doing. And it, it started to, to play out that part of the self-confidence that we are working on and that we can work on together in this group with this self-story is telling the story and narrative in the moment as it relates to the vibrational um, frequency that we're on. And what I mean by that is that self-confidence or self-trust can be uh, looked at as our ability to allow ourselves to feel good in the moment. Our ability to allow well-being to come in in that moment. And I really started to, to like that. I like that just for my own self, um, but I wanted to offer it up here as like, that's my true self-confidence of like that I'm confident that it's okay for me. And I trust my self-trust that I trust me that I can feel good right now. So I'd be curious if that's landing with either of you, or if any of you have, have thoughts, feel free to chime in with that. But um, but it, it for me, it started to take a, a, a new spin on the idea of self-confidence, which always, or self-trust, which always felt like it's a way that I need to act like around other people, or it's like a way that I need to, you know, be in the world which again has that same feeling of motivation like we're pushing versus this is a self confidence or self trust to allow in a feeling of good allow in a feeling of compassion of love of worthiness of deserving With one of the sentences that you
1: said earlier Mm -hmm. something like you know, what story are we telling in the moment that relates to the frequency that we're currently feeling? And I don't know if I misinterpreted it or if I kind of came in, uh, you know, I I nipped out for a second and came back. So like I might've missed um, a couple of sentences prior, but like what came to mind for me was if I were to, if I were to say what I'm feeling in the moment, say like when you meet right now, like, if I was to tell you what I was thinking just prior, and I like verbalize, it would kind of bring to the fore my internal critic voice, like what other people think and stuff, right? Like, and it kind of like gives it, um, it brings it into the three D in a way, like what's what, because what, you know when you when you meet in sort of group spaces or, or kind of you see someone that you haven't seen in a while, so like, how are you? um yeah good you know but actually like what's below the surface um yeah and so like this morning it would have been like i'm late i'm never gonna be on time these kids are so annoying all the same freaking narrative and then like before like me working on um and answering some focused uh messages but then getting caught down rabbit holes and like not meditating before this call which is what i wanted to do a couple of hours ago as well and then it's like oh as usual i'm just like foregoing my meditation because i want to keep pushing myself and so like that was the frequency i was vibing at before um and i just wanted to know were you suggesting that we call out that frequency when we have the opportunity in safe spaces or did i miss the mark and hear what i wanted to hear and what needed to be said
0: (laughs) well i think that's that's a beautiful realization that we're always going to hear what we need to hear. Um, and hold on, the, the question just, your question just like floated out of my head as I started to talk.
1: <laughs> I don't even know if it's a place of- Well, you
0: know, what I heard was, you know, it, I think, you know, as it relates, if I kind of hear your question right, but also how, how it relates to to this idea of, of, you know, frequency, how you're feeling in this moment related to self-trust and self-confidence. It's like if you're feeling a sense of frustration, it's like you're, you're first becoming aware of that, being on that station and the the movement in there is to as it relates to the idea of confidence self-confidence or self-trust is do you trust that even if you've missed it all day long right now when you're aware of it that you can be intentional about moving it, shifting it, inviting in uh, Mm -hmm. a a new perspective of how to meet that frustration. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So as you do that again and again and again and again, just like you've done it the other way again and again, which is like, make it mean that you're a piece of shit, that you're doing it wrong, that you need to, you know, light some incense burn a candle. Um, and you know, like whatever to shift it. That's again of like, that's there as well. But I think the the version of the self story that I want to invite through the lens of self kindness is what does it feel like to be more receptive in the vibrational shift mm-hmm. versus the, I'm going to work this vibrational shift.
1: <clears throat> receptive to the vibrational shift. I love that.
2: Mm. Yeah. I, I found it really interesting. Um, I was actually talking about uh, this with my therapist the other day saying I found it so interesting the amount of resistance I have to the I like because I can I can look at all of this stuff and go I can see how the way I'm thinking is affecting how I'm feeling and that I could think this other way and I would feel heaps better like I can see all of that I can do it and but I resist it because I'm like aren't I just sort of nice washing life like this isn't realistic and I find I find mm. it absolutely fascinating that i think feeling bad is more realistic given that i'm doing the exact same mental process yeah. just to a negative outcome like it's still imaginary it's still happening inside my interpretation but feeling shit feels realistic and feeling good's a bit of a pipe dream and maybe not for people who live in the real world so that's really interesting <laughs> Wow. Oh. Oh, Mind-blowing.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah Mind-blowing. Yes. Something in that mug.
0: Yes. Yes. That is so. I mean, I don't want to say that's what we're up against, but it is. It's what we're up that against is. in the sense of like rewriting the narrative. It's like, you know, what essentially I'm asking you all to do is you have, you know, a printed book that's been given that you we've all created you know but and it's also it's it's just chalk full of get real like that's not realistic that's a pipe dream on every like other page and what we're talking about in here through this work and just continuing to use the book metaphor because it's self-story is to like literally you know be rewriting it and 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 I think again like that rewriting happens it happens on lots of different levels but I think the biggest missed opportunity level that, that this group is about exploring is this idea of that felt vibrational level of like intentionally being there and I love that realization Mog yeah it's like why have we just made it so much easier to feel bad and put a pin in that as like, well, you know, that's, that's, that's more an act more accurate representation of what's going on.
2: Yeah. So that's, for me, that is the, the biggest spot where resistance is coming in and it's, it's like, it's a good level of resistance because it's, you know, I'm aware of that being its process and and the fact that it doesn't actually make sense, but it still jumps up every time. Like, it, it's like, you know, writing, what is it that, um, you know, brings you delight when you think about it unfolding? Like one of the questions in, in the latest um, worksheet. And I'm just like, well, I mean, sure, lots of things delight me when I think about them, but they're not things that will happen (laughs) and so i can't like from the start of the sentence to the end of the sentence i cut it off
0: yeah
2: and it's yeah yeah yeah, and and so i know that this is you know it's a matter of catching it when it happens and going cool so that's a, a nice little limiting belief i've got running there and and then to work through it but i i do just find it amazing how automatic Mm. that response is still being Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know i've been aware of it for a good 25 minutes now why isn't it gone Um, (laughs) 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 epiphany now i know
0: really really (laughs) this again (laughs) um
2: this again and, that sums it up honestly it's like,
0: this and, again? And, yeah and that speaks to the momentum which in a way we could be saying like you know what we're unpacking here and what we're playing with are really like these are the the guiding principles or like it, it rules i'm not a fan of rules but like i, I believe there are you know there are ways that, that we get to interact with this life. And that's one of them is like that we, the momentum is there and to become aware of that momentum. But then we could start to use that ability to create that momentum, you know, for, for the direction that we want to go. I don't know. For some reason, I was just thinking of some movie. I can't remember what it was. It's like, do we want to use it for good or for evil? It's like, no, it's like, actually, do we want to use it to move towards something more that we want or something, you know, that, you know, to just understand why we are uh, creating what we're creating?
1: And the bizarre thing with this is that, like, the options are there for us. And that, that's something that has never been part of my understanding. I guess, like, you know, if you come from like a long line of people who think in sort of like a victim mentality, and like circumstances have kind of prevailed to like create that, and 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 vice versa. But it's like, um, it's it's like interrupting that cycle of what feels very normal to us, and, um. And then the realization that there actually are two options of, one I mean, these an infinitesimal, whatever, what, what's the word, Infinite what you know what I mean, yeah. amount of options. <laughs> yes, but in terms of like the kind of yeah those things, but it's like there's the there's a choice in it, feels hard to grapple with. But wait wait wait, hang on. So I actually get to choose how I think about this thing or how I talk about myself. So I don't only need to, I don't need to think of myself as a a nice heart centered, kind person who's got, you know, um, who's grounded, et cetera. When I'm like in a meditative state, uh, I can think of myself like that, even when I'm in those lower frequency states. It's like, wait, that's. Well, well, yeah. So, so let's unpack
0: that. Um. Because it's one thing to say, you know, I have a choice. And then it's another thing to, 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 you know, have a higher percentage of your life where you actually live that. Because would you, you know, saying that you have a choice is true. And yet there, again, there's momentum that something happens. And it seems as if it just goes boom, 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 boom. And the next thing you know, you know you're you know you're grabbing your hair, looking at your kids, wondering like what is going on? Like how did that happen? And you do have a choice, but the choice happens. and that's you know that's that idea of um, you know he's he's been quoted so many times that Victor Frankl, who wrote, um, what was that book called? a man's search for desire meaning Meaning, yeah right and his the quote that's attributed to him is between the stimulus and the response there is a space and in that space is you know your ability to essentially choose the life that you want to live so but the space can seem really small but once we actually put our focus onto it we get to actually see that it's you know like you were saying it's it's infinite in size so going back to what you're saying is like yes you have a choice all the time and we just get to ask ourselves do we love all the choices that we're making and if we don't then we get to apply some of these tools to them
1: and the momentum piece is the interesting thing because um, you said that it's like it's I've talked about momentum before but it's like i've not really understood it in the in, in a way it's always analogies i find help so much but like if the train is going in a certain direction And there's momentum behind it. It's got all the carriages. And these carriages could be like our our baggage and our like typical thoughts that we feel about ourselves and how we kind of carry ourselves and stuff and how we are in the world. And then there's the choice to react in a different way, but because it's hurtling so fast ahead, it's difficult to intercept it and and change change direction. I
2: think like if I can kind of, go with that metaphor. Basically, I think like the more the more of that momentum that's behind it, like <laughs> the longer your breaking distance. And so you can't actually like change because like you you've you've already gone in in the usual direction quicker than um than the time it would take to to make the change. So I think like part of like I'm really just hammering this metaphor into the ground. Um like, as you were saying, like, you know, the, the carriages being our baggage and stuff, like, the more we unload the attachment to the old way of doing things, the like, lighter. The, yeah, um, it, it'll it'll be lighter. It's going to be more responsive to. So we're
1: going to choose to unhook those carriages. Oh, my God, guys. This metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah have you guys heard of the trolley um the trolley yeah what's it called Mark? the trolley, trolley problem? problem i think it's usually just called the, the trolley problem? problem and it's like the same sort of idea that then there's um, a person got the leader and they're gonna hit one person or five and then it's is a different it's like moral ethical dilemma thing so it's like we could be in charge of changing that direction
2: Hmm. and i was just thinking you know how um i've i've always disliked the this representation of um comfort zones because you know I'm a big fan of comfort zones. I'm a big fan of expanding them rather than leaving them. You know, people get out of your comfort zone. Fuck that. Expand your comfort zone. Um, <laughs> but um, like, there's a there's a classic kind of saying is like, you know, there's the draw, there's there's the circle. This is your comfort zone, and then an arrow to outside of your comfort zone, where this is where the magic happens. And I'm I don't actually that's not my philosophy, but I really like this concept of the gap between the stimulus and the response is where the magic happens mm. because that's the spot where you can, you can make micro choices over and over and over until they're not so micro. Um, right. And I like that right. a lot better because yeah, it's still, it's still slightly uncomfortable. I'm not denying that um, it's still out of the comfort zone, but like for, for me in terms of, where does the creation of what you want happen to me that's i I like that much better because it's a it's something that happens again and again like there is this gap there's always going to be stimuluses there's always going to be responses there's always going to be this opportunity Mm. whereas that whole comfort zone thing is like leave everything behind in one go and step outside and Mm. into a whole nother thing that's much less
0: um, inviting. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Mog, just a, a, a quick, um, favor of this thinking back for, yeah. for the rec- recording later. And every shuffle is, is pretty. Sorry. So, so mm-hmm. no, no worries. This, I don't know, if you want to keep going, just like mute yourself while you're doing that and then unmute. because yep. I, I want to hear everything that you're saying. I don't want to miss a beat. So. That's
2: good. I had no idea it was picking that up.
0: (laughs) But I love the idea of the comfort zone. Um, because I, yeah, I feel like that speaks more, um, more closely to at least the the experience that I've had that, that we are expansive beings. Right. And early on in my, in the coaching, when I would work with a person, um, like the tendency would, would be about like wanting to overcome like some, something that wasn't working in their life. And, you know, my invitation was always like, no, let's expand so big that we don't leave it behind, but that it becomes, you know, it it has less of, you know, of an effect. And the way that I used to talk about that, it was like, if you had a, a small glass, and you filled it with water, and then you took some food coloring and you dropped in, you know, a drop for every like negative thought you were having in the moment, you know, there da 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 or this or that, do, do, do. You, you turn the water a different color pretty quickly, right? But now pretend you have a like a little kitty pool <laughs> size filled with water and you know there's there's there a couple of drops into that bigger expansiveness capacity is 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 nothing right or it's 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 so small that it it doesn't have as big of an effect so i love that idea rather than we're not stepping out of our comfort zones what we're doing is we are making it you know we're just widening our comfort zones so much and but and also focusing on um what does it look like to almost have our comfort zones be like an amoeba and be like, well, I want to, I want my comfort zone to be around this version of me. So why can't it, you know, kind of move over here and, and morph into that space? You know, again, looking at all of this, this 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 expansion personal growth inner growth work from a place of what does it feel like to to be using the words more of allowing rather than like i'm i'm making this happen Mm -hmm. and with that what ends up happening is is it feels like the next logical step is within your comfort zone. And I don't know if we've talked about this yet. A lot of times in, in the, uh, you know, coaching work that I'm doing with people lately, I'm, I'm using this idea of just following the breadcrumbs. What's the next, the next thing that feels like it's, it's being, you know, again, inviting, invited into your space. And I think that, you know, I don't think, I know that when we're in that allowing space, it is, it's like the next logical step is just there, even though it seems like before it was going to be this big leap to like do this thing, you know, maybe there's a conversation that you need to have with a person. And as you have allowed yourself in to feel good and take the next logical step and you've done some work, then it, it just seems natural that this is the time to have that conversation with the person. And it's not, I mean, it still might be feel like a big deal, but it doesn't feel like it's the, ah, like this has to happen. Um, and I think we can do that. We can breadcrumb our way. We can, you know, with this allowing practice to like really big things, but you know it, it's just another way of saying kind of that idea of you know the, jir- the journey of a you know however how far yeah worth. it starts with the first step yeah yeah
1: so, oh, like as a neurotypical one how do you eat an elephant mm. but yeah, yeah breadcrumbs is cool so what are you saying pete you're saying that with some breadcrumbs by following the breadcrumbs so like with mog saying earlier like okay i've known about this thing for 25 minutes now like where's the change now like let's go i get it that would be the big that would be the big change the big step but what you're inviting us to do is to follow the breadcrumbs of what it would take us to get there
0: yeah because we don't even realize you know there's a saying i don't know if if this saying is is shows up in the part of the world where you are but you know that we um we move the goalpost. you know right you you set a, a a result or a goal and as you start getting closer you we we push it further away and i don't think i think sometimes that's used as like a negative but i think in the context of what we're talking about if, if life is about continuing to expand ourselves and i feel like my personal journey is this journey of like what does it feel like to expand an ability to experience something that i might call unconditional unconditional love unconditional joy like what does that feel like as a human being and making that my quest like there isn't going to be some spot where it's just like boom i hit the goal post it's like i might hit the goal post but want to continue to expand so with that said at times I think we don't even realize, you know, for, you know, to take mom, to take your example, it's like, you know, there's part of you that has just assimilated so well, the work that you have done to have gotten to a spot where you have that realization about yourself of, of where the resistance is showing up, where at some point in your life, that wasn't even accessible to you. And it was not the logical step. Mm. So that's why, you know, these things will continue to land and our story is always going to evolve. And it's like something that we talk about today, you might, you know, look back and be like, wow, I can't believe there was ever a time where I wasn't aware of the fact that I'm, how, like how much I'm, interacting and playing with the creation of the life that I'm living. Or maybe you might listen back and hear it in a totally different way and it lands and resonates in a, in a whole new way of where you are. So so I like that idea of comfort zone because essentially what you're doing is you're creating a comfort zone that just encompasses more of or you get to create a comfort zone that can encompass more of what you want and desire Mm. I like the word delight as well because it's like delight has you know a, a quality to it that that it's hard for us to pinpoint you know a specific act of worth or that that creates that you deserve to be delighted here. It's almost like delight is it's kind of like this um, what's the word like almost like a frivolous feeling at times to just like, you know, to, to be delighted by something. And yet we are, um, and and what happens when we let ourselves kind of riff on the things that delight us. And like you talked about Mog, usually what happens is like, we know what delights us and then pretty quickly. That other narrative starts to to pour in. It's like, oh, you don't have time for this, you know, or it goes yeah, it goes back to what we were talking about last week, which was like, oh, that's a waste of time. Like it would it would be lovely to you know dance around the house to my favorite song with my cat or something, but who has time for that? Or maybe that's not fun for you. I mean, <laughs> something that's delightful for you
1: was like looking at I think looking at the innocence of of other beings. So yesterday I saw a puppy, uh, and you know the, the owner was with someone, and, the, um, and then she was trying to like sort of gather the puppy as it was all like flopping and like you know like bouncing on the grass and just like, and it's pure and utter delight of like seeing the world, and but like with no fo- and the, and it was so in the moment and it struck me, and, and this is how children are too, right? Before we sever their like um their ability to feel utter delight you know uh with all of the sort of impositions that society does but anyway but like this um it just really struck me that like it was just so living in the moment the owner needs to kind of get it back home and like you know need to keep walking and all that stuff but like yeah and and it is that idea of like frivolity and like time-wasting kind of that can take over. But it's
0: such a limited lens and perspective of the use of time that would say that that's a waste of time.
1: It's only by our perceptions of what other people would think of how we're using our time. Like, for instance, if we're going to be late or showing up late to something because the puppy was, like, taking ages to get in the car and, like, uh, for instance, or whatever the case may be, whatever excuse, insert whatever excuse in there. Well, not excuse, but circumstance. And then yet, if we were to go with the, un- the lens of unconditionality, like, well, it's just a very helpful way of looking at things. Like, if mm. being time to whatever appointment or whatever wasn't a thing how could I live in the moment and the joy with this puppy right now or whatever the case may be.
0: Yeah. And so I want to, I want to pull it back to our self-confidence, which is like, are are we self-confident enough that we are able to weigh the decision of how we are spending our time in the moment? Do we feel confident about that? Meaning like, I would rather watch a puppy do its puppy thing and show up five minutes late than to you know just then show up five minutes early and like that is your own call right like you are the one that gets to make the call on that and that's what I mean about like allowing good in as an act of being self-confident. And what I noticed with this as I've, you know, have explored it and it has showed up in other ways. I don't think I, I've had the the, uh, the language of kind of connecting the two, but it's like, I noticed that I, it's like, I withhold an energy or sense that is like a larger, more expanded version of me based upon what I think another person's criteria might be. And so let me flush that out a little more. Like I, I could talk like a personal experience might have been at one time in my relationship with my wife that I would withhold like allowing myself to love on to her. Uh, but like, I wouldn't like, it wasn't safe to do if my, you know, business was really struggling. Which is so strange that like, we have these weird checks and balances that like, I stop myself because I don't, tr- it's, it's, it's almost like, I guess the best way to describe it is like in a weird way, like we're superstitious that like, if we allow ourselves to be full on lit up, full on delighted, then we won't be motivated to, and there's that motivation again, right? We won't be motivated to do the thing that we want to do in the world. Isn't that weird?
1: We like p- imposing conditions ourselves on things. I can't love on my wife because my business isn't doing as well. Therefore, like it's like almost oh, like self punishment, self flagellation Right. Because ultimately, the things that we that we are seeking ourselves, you know, with a human condition, peace, love, affection, joy. Everyone would be seeking those same things. Right. So to deprive your wife of like that in that moment, I'm just trying to like make sense of it, how it applies to, 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 um to well, me depriving yourself ultimately.
0: Totally. Yeah. I'm, I'm depriving myself of the feeling of love within me.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's a, it's strange it's, how it gets, it's played out because it's like, I believe, you know, that, you know, it, it gets back to my own, Connection. That's why I was also saying that, like, this self confidence, this self trust has to do directly with that worthiness and deservedness. Mm. And so it's like, you know, matching up who I am as a human being as it relates to a business venture. It then you know, again, just another way that we put those outside. Um, you know, those outside like parameters or or reasons for how we feel internally. So that's why I feel like this is like huge. That self confidence isn't about like how I'm going out into the world, but that it has to actually to do with what i am allowing myself to feel you know unrelated to the world around me and i think it's so important to look at this because it's like yes it takes focus that's that's like the that is the work that has to happen it's the focus of our mind as the focus of our attention that is that's that's the challenge here but it's not it doesn't take like it's 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 amazing how it doesn't take the same like energy draw that like the 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 the, the old way <laughs> does right It's like the only, the the old way is like a this for that. So I got to put out that much energy to get that much back.
1: So are you talking from experience that it doesn't take, it feels less energetically demanding to opt for the kinder? Yeah,
0: it it, it actually is like, it's an energy like surplus. Wow. It's like, that is like that's the veritable fountain of youth that's the like the 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 energy of well-being itself that our natural state is is more that than kind of what we have been doing which is the paddling upstream metaphor
2: i can sort of um i can say that because like your capacity to deal with whatever life is chucking at you is not going to be improved by being down on yourself and Mm. being not present in the moment and being shamed and thinking you don't deserve like if you if you just think about it like that how do any of those things improve your capacity to deal with whatever's coming and they don't Literally so that. at at the at the very 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 least, you're no worse off and haven't actively made yourself feel like shit.
0: Yeah, that's, that's like
1: totally if you're
0: if, if you're in a hole, they say just stop. You know, first stop digging, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, feel like we've like we've gone down the 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 route of. What the philosophers were talking about—I don't know, four thousand years ago and stuff, right? Like the Plato's and Socrates and of like—I don't know much about that stuff, but like the the stuff I've come across—it comes down to just the realization. It's like a very simple thing to realize. Can you just say that? But again, so so, Mog, so like, what? So we, yeah, Um, I think it's about ourselves. We're never going to overcome those barriers technically. Like, I mean, those things aren't well, enabling, are they? They're not empowering. Put, put it put it.
2: Sorry, like it. It might not make it impossible, but it certainly isn't. Like, if you think that you're crap versus you think that actually you're deserving of good things and capable. Like, thinking you're crap is not going to be a better resource. Mm-hmm. Um so I, from I, like a,
1: actually so from like a logic argument, hey, like going back to those old school philosophy kind of um interpretations, it's like the the, the idea of like the win the win-lose game or whatever as well. It's like it's a lose lose. But mm-hmm. if we opt for we're not losing out more, so we're actually better off to give it a go.
2: Yeah, like if, if you put all your energy into like like Pete said, like if you're in a hole, stop digging. Like if if you're in a hole <laughs> and the object is to get out of the hole, then both digging the hole and, and telling yourself you're an idiot for being in a hole don't mm. move you out of it. Mm. So like yeah, like I, I do tend to get very, very, very logical just because that's the first like barrier my brain will throw up is is like well this makes no sense this is ridiculous (laughs) um and then i can i can look at it and go "Ah, it's not a lot more ridiculous than what you're doing now and Mm -hmm. a lot more fun so (laughs) that's kind of where where i get my little inroads
0: yeah Yeah, and, and, and going back to what you mentioned at the the top of the hour was that idea that isn't that amazing that you are at times can be much more willing to, to feel bad as, as realistic as being like a better example of what's real than feeling good. So if we want to just even apply logic to that, it's like, um, I guess the question is like why would you choose feeling bad
2: then mm. I, i'll tell you honestly it feels responsible to feel bad that's mm. the exactly. honest yeah. answer this feels responsible i am i am acknowledging that there is some mistake that has occurred i'm a grown-up, I'm, a grown-up. I'm responsive <laughs> and like yeah. yeah that is that is the one for me and for most of it. so
0: yeah, so let's play this out for everybody listening um, because we know this logically, but like let's actually feel into it. So it's like you feel that responsibility. Yeah. Now, the way that you're talking about it, does that feel like a joyful responsibility? Or does it feel like a heaviness responsibility? Or definitely. is there is there a quality to the responsibility? It's
2: definitely heavy, not joyful. It's a center of the chest, kind of, there's a a gravitas to it.
0: Um, Yeah. So something that I've always loved doing in the self kindness work is ask, like, are you willing to be open to a little bit of maybe redefining or recategorizing responsibility?
2: Absolutely.
0: So, what? Well, what's your definition of responsibility? Res- being <laughs> or responsible or responsibility?
2: That's an extremely good question. Um, hmm. The definition that is being used in this instance, which is not actually a good, um, like dictionary definition, but is is taking the situation seriously. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, isn't Back. that interesting that, like, and what is the situation? Oh, uh, like, um,
2: what is the situation? That was. Um, you no,
0: know, you, you said responsible or realistic. And then yeah. you said you need to fe- you feel like being responsible is like being realistic. So, it's like, what is the situation that you need to take seriously
2: um i mean it's a generalized one this is but but like you know in in the i'm in a hole scenario if i'm in a hole (laughs) and and i'm stuck in the hole and not life-threateningly like but i'm in a hole and i need to get out of it um i could respond to that in a variety of ways but it feels like the responsible thing to do is to take it seriously and prioritize finding a solution. Right. By right. digging deep. digging <laughs> right, yeah.
0: Let's dig deep on this one. But you deep. know well and, and I kind of led you there, but I I I want to like even back up a little more cuz I don't know if if when you first said it that's where you were taking it, like, like that you were in, in a hole. It just felt more like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but more like it was just like life in general. To be realistic, well, you needed to take it seriously.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like that. that's why it threw me because you were saying, what's the specific situation? And it's like, no, right. there isn't one, it's life in general.
0: <laughs> right. So so here's here's what's fascinating to me that I, I would love to explore if you're willing to go there and that is why does taking it seriously and being responsible ha- need to have a feeling that feels bad in you um, and i mean like yeah, I mean, bad in, in quotes yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's 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 on the side of like it doesn't it doesn't feel good
2: and honestly, like that is a straight up because that's how it has been taught to me. Like you, you don't, mm, you don't yes. come up with the phrase taking it seriously without someone having said you're not taking this seriously or you yeah. need to take this seriously. And that is genuinely something I hadn't thought of. So,
0: so let's blow this story up and say, what if <laughs> your responsibility? to take the situation seriously is take your joy seriously. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Take your well-being seriously. Take your ability to feel love, which benefits everybody seriously. Take that freaking seriously. That's a big deal. There's not a lot of people in this world right now that are owning up to that responsibility.
1: yeah because carrying the weight of the world or carrying the burdens of our own whatever it is we're grappling with feels so much i don't know we've covered this before on previous calls but like it's like the you get used to it you get attached to it it's like it feels part of your identity almost to kind of like lug this part of you around uh or yeah it's not even part of us it doesn't have to be part of us does it it's like we can actually free ourselves of the idea that this aspect of ourselves is even actually part of us yeah yet being told as a six-year-old say to pull your socks up take school responsibly you're not doing your homework whatever right um or like as a young adult like missing emails or deadlines and same kind of reception and then that becomes wrapped up in our identity of ourselves and then (laughs) You now like you're presenting a, a, the antithesis to that for us, Pete, which is the other side of the coin, as you've said before. Like, what happens if there's the burden here, whatever that is, and on the other side of that is a different way of approaching it, which could be from joy. Yeah,
0: and here's how it looks. It's like you're having a, a conversation. With a spouse, or with a friend, or something, and you'd like feel it going in a direction that just at like again. That's our guidance. That's our indicator. You just feel that it's going in a direction that doesn't feel good to you. Like mm-hmm. take it seriously in that moment, mm-hmm. and you might not even have to say. You, you probably won't say it out loud at first, but it's it, it, like internally. It's like I take my well being so seriously it's such a like it's such an important responsibility of mine that i'm stopping the conversation here or i need to like hold on time out i need to go to the bathroom and like you just walk away for a moment i need some air and it's wild because like you'll feel that momentum of like wait a minute but like you know, I'm supposed to sit down with my partner and we're supposed to discuss finances and we're supposed to like, you know, we're, we got to be responsible adults. But who said of being a responsible adult, as you're talking about finances, you got to feel like shit? <laughs> Ooh, why? That, just because just everybody, that? just, just that because that just that that our that? parents told yeah. us or our in-laws told us or like that person over there or like some patriarch, you know, person is like. You know, there's no, there's no smiling when it comes to money or like, you know, whatever, like, like, wait a minute, we're, we're talking about something serious here.
2: And, and it ties into the whole external validation because it isn't about, it isn't even just about the ability to respond to the situation, it's about needing to appear to take it seriously, so that I'm responding to the situation in the appropriate Which manner.
0: Which is wild because that means that you actually aren't responsible because you are not responding to the situation. you respond, but you are being responsible to an old narrative.
2: <laughs> Drop. <Good job. laughs>
0: totally, <laughs> boom. Yeah. drop it
1: solution to life's problems right there
0: well it, again but it goes back to what you're you're saying sign which is it's it's simple it's it's like it's in plain sight but it's just like you know do, do we feel like we trust ourselves enough to go there even though the other person next to us like what the hell are you talking about serious about joy what that doesn't what that doesn't make huh
1: you want to put on like some cool instrumental tunes while we talk about our finances (laughs) 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 some dark
0: chocolate
1: (laughs) um wow so this is why, Pete, the breadcrumbs are so important because it is such a huge leap for us to get to this point. And we know these people, hey? I know a couple of these people that just approach life in that such joyous manner. And that yeah. you're just like, wow, you've clearly had no problems in your life ever. That's <laughs> but the assumption. something. But the, the truth of the matter is when you get to know these people, and I can think of one woman in particular, I'm just like, and she has had her fair share, but she's come out the other side. So that's mm. the giant leap, right? But for us, where that feels inaccessible, or accessible in glimpses, the invitation is to just notice, hey, when we catch ourselves in those moments, and then just see what we can do differently in that exact moment right then. Yeah.
0: Little shift, notice be aware of what's going on inside of you and the desire inside of you of which direction it wants to go. And then the willingness to move in that direction or not. So. Amazing. Amazing, amazing,
1: then, amazing. But then though, what do you do when you get the little toddler part of you that is like, no, but I want to ha- hold on to this anger. or well, this frustration feels so much better than than, than being joyous in this moment well
0: take it seriously just like you would with your your toddler being but that doesn't mean that you need to take it seriously with your toddler of like with but you would come up to your toddler when you have tended to what you need you come up to your toddler in the same way which is like oh sweetheart what's going on wow you seem really really you know it's like I, I'm, I'm here and I'm listening but don't pinch me thank you I appreciate you know whatever like, totally in in the, the ability to respond in that moment both to what's going on in you with you and the other person and we just practice this again and again and again in, the, in ourselves so go forth keep writing your stories and we have, I think another week or two of the same time and then I'll be sending out an email, um, about, uh, if this time is going to change or not, there is a new Mog Sounds like you found it. Uh, there is a new little, um, uh, uh, document worksheet invitation that I put on the website and we'll continue to leak a few more of those out um, working on a little video as well around self inquiry so keep questions or thoughts coming as they come thank you humans thank you felines thank you for, <laughs> to all the beings that joined us on the call today those of you listening back thanks for being here Thanks for working on your stories and keep us posted.
1: Thank you, All me. right. Bye. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.